Hello sports fans and welcome to the 43rd episode of Pub Talk Rugby League. My name's Adam and I know very little about football, so I'm joined with my, like always, my panel of armchair experts. Smokes? G'day fellas. Let's get into it. Let's discuss Magic Round. The principal. Oh, how magic was Magic Round. What a great weekend of footy. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm very happy. You're way too chirpy the last two weeks. <laughs> did, did the Raiders win, did they? <laughs> Uh, and making his triumphant return, the Phantom. Hello. I don't know if there's anything triumphant about it, but... All that build-up for nothing. You're about as enthusiastic as the Roosters at the moment, and that's pretty pretty poor. I'm just timing my run like the Roosters. <laughs> you keep telling yourself that, mate. You keep telling yourself that. Why, have you, why did you announce it as the 43rd episode? Like, there's because nothing significant about 43. Come on, 43 well, is so a lot it's of only about, It's only about your 12th, so that's probably why you're confused. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't but know the why you're getting so excited. 43 is a big number for podcasts. I'm going to stick by that. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I didn't even think we'd get past five, to be perfectly honest. I, yeah, I thought we'd yeah, give up exactly. pretty quickly, so we've done well. We have our 50th birthday soon. I didn't think we'd do yeah. one. I thought it was just a drunken idea at the bowl. It was. Yeah, and it was, but too bad. <laughs> and here we yeah, are. But it still lives on. follow through with it. We had Magic Round, boys and girls and whoever else is listening. Mm. Uh, every game was played up in uh, Queensland. Mm-hmm. The old, what is it, Suncorp Stadium? Suncorp Got Stadium. Battering uh, with every game being played on it. but uh, It was very magical. Yeah, look, and it was... It was Whoever the ground staff are should get a good um, good pat on the back because to keep that field maintained as well as they did, considering all the wet weather we've had here in Brisbane, uh, they they yeah. did well. Like the, the ground held up really well. Yeah, I think it's good about it. I don't know what it is. I'm, I might just be getting caught up in the um, Channel Nine marketing euphoria of it. <laughs> yeah, that that no, no Channel Nine. F- off, fucking Fox. I'm watching that free air <laughs> shit. But like, it's like watching it on TV, it doesn't matter where it's played at. So even if it's all played at the same ground, it, it doesn't matter. I got really caught up in Magic Round. I fucking loved it. It was such a good week mm. weekend of football. You want to know one thing that pissed me off? What's that? Ricky Stewart is... smiling on the sidelines. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't box, believe that actually, happened. Wasn't he? <laughs> no, he came down at the yeah, end. I, when he oh, came, came, came down for the glory. Becomes a man of the people when he thinks he's going to win. But then it's whatever Fox were doing with their spider cam. Oh, the flying fox. Um, the flying fox. They were using it like for some of the games I was watching at the most ridiculous times where you couldn't actually see what was going on. I thought, oh, they'll, they'll stop using it in a second and just go to the normal angle. And they'd follow the ball for about 30 or 40 seconds. Mm. Yeah. I've it always thought me. that about those cameras. They're really annoying. It was the most unmagical part of Magic It was Randy. great for replays of tries and things like that to get a bit of a different angle. Yeah, but, but not, not, not live, yeah. though. There was a not couple live. of times where they showed it live where they happened to do it at the right time and there was like a big line break or something. But, yeah, a lot of the yeah. time it was like, yeah, okay, You've shown it off long enough now. Change back to the other angle, please. Yeah. I found that the different angles would make it look like it was raining a lot more or a lot less, depending on like mm. which one they were, yeah. were throwing. I don't know if it's the lights or whatever it is, but it just looked like, oh, there's a bit of rain. Oh, my God, there's a lot of rain. Yeah, it's like... yeah, it's true. Before we, uh, before we kick it off, just a bit of a thought provoker for Mokes and the principal. Have we now come to terms that the referees aren't as biased now that you're actually winning games? Are they good guys now? No, no, they're, no, they're still hopeless. No, nah, still, still think. Did you not watch the Raiders game? There were so many calls against them in that game. They Come did on. get some really rough calls, actually. Come on. 
Same thing. We're just bored of talking about it. We've moved on. And the Roosters got lots of favourable calls on. Oh, yeah, because because you're fucking winning. You could do a separate podcast just on referee performances, I I reckon. You'd have so much to talk about, but we're here to talk about the glorious Raiders. (laughs) Oh, okay. So now now that we're winning games, we don't need to talk about it. Oh, what do you do? They'll they'll figure it out. It's okay. Interesting that you uh, bring that up. I didn't notice that they didn't talk about that last week when they all won. They sure we did. I reckon we did. I reckon we would have. It's possible. We'll check the tapes. Come on. <laughs> Round 10, Bulldogs versus the Knights. Oh, you all picked the Knights, except for me, and you all got the points. So, uh... Uh, look, I saw bits and pieces of it, um, obviously waiting for the main event to start. Look, it was a pretty bad game of football, what I saw. Neither team were very good, but Newcastle just have a, a few more... Strings to their bow, so to speak, and the dogs are just... It was pretty scrappy. Yeah, I mean, look, in the end, the, the, like I said, the Knights just had a little bit more classy players to just jag enough enough points to win, but I don't think they were very good. Uh, Phantom, any thoughts, or did you watch the game? Uh, it was on in the background, but it was pretty f***ing lacklustre. And these yeah. two were like the bottom of the ladder, right? It's like, yeah, it was last versus yeah. second last at 15 and 16 was, or something? Yeah, yeah. All right. Like, I can't see... It's some, the Knights have done the biggest shift for me. The first two rounds of this year, I thought, they're going to give it a red-hot crack. And it's just gone... Just not worried about them anymore. Although they did beat us in round one. If we played them now, I just feel like we'd utterly destroy mm. them. I'm not, they're, they're not that great a team this year, and the Bulldogs are just as bad, so... Mm. Pretty much. All right. Well, Smokes, we'll move on to the main event, as That's you called it. Sea uh, Eagles versus Broncos. Get Quite the, the wet sponge for, um, uh, What's his name? Daily Chevin Chevy Evans. Daily Cherry Evans, you fucker. DCE, DCE. Forty three fucking episodes and you still don't just get it. Call him, his name was just call him our bitch. DCE. Because we made yeah, him and well. his manly side our bitches. Um, wow, they were so impressive. That's that's the best thing. I, I've been saying this each week for the last four weeks. That's the best they've played in a couple of What are you years. talking about? They lost by 38 points. I'm talking points. about Brisbane. <laughs> no, no, no. I think you're saying the Broncos. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Phantom. Keep up. <laughs> That's thing in the podcast. That's the best that we've played in, in a couple of years. They, 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 they keep getting every little bit. They, they, they keep getting a bit better. The attack get, keeps getting a little bit better and the defence keeps getting a little bit better. Um, the most impressive thing about that was holding them to nil. And... Adam Reynolds was toying with them with his kicking game. Not not just his general play, long kicks, you know, getting us out of trouble, but when the first three, three tries were set up by his kicks, um, he was flawless with his goal kicking, did not miss any, and a lot of them were from the sideline. Who do you love more, him or Lockyer? Oh, Lockyer, no one will ever take that. But I love the fact that we actually have a halfback again. My God, it's been a while. It has been a while. But no, he was, he was sensational. What I love too is that that forward pack is now playing... As a pack, it's not just oh, let's hope Payne drag Payne Huss drags us um, out of the deep end. It's it's no no. It's it, he's got Carrigan making close to two hundred meters a game. You have got Flegler off the bench. Um, Corey Jensen has been a revelation. I mean, he's a no frills player, but he's making one hundred and fifty meters starting at prop each week. And Huss was relatively unnoticed for that game. He still made over one hundred and fifty meters. Um, so they're they're working as a unit now and. We got some pretty good strike weapons on each wing as well, both scoring lots of tries, both proving really what um, they're capable. I mean, Selwyn Cobber, I mean, I'd love to see how fast he actually is because got into the open field play, he started slowing down the last 50 metres because no one was going to get near him. So 
Uh, and like I said, the, my favourite bit was keeping them to nil. That was fantastic. Fandom, thoughts? Well, he's very passive when they're winning, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I meant of the game, not of Smokes' critique. He's, he's, really, he's really calmed down. He's gone from two years of just being ang- angry. Look at him. He's fucking... I'm insulting him and he's smiling. He's just... He is in... Broncos won. He's happy. He's fine. He's in, like, Minerva. It's, you, you know why? Because I'm, I'm, I, I, I was going to bite my tongue, but you know what? You all decided to hang shit on me last year. So I kept on saying, you wait until this guy arrives. You wait until this guy arrives and see what happens. We were a Ferrari without a steering wheel. Now we've got the steering wheel. Someone stop us, please. Can't wait till the Raiders beat Broncos and then, you know, you're, you're a You'll Ferrari. You'll be waiting about four years. Oh, what the, the f***er, that, that's going to be years. the Ferrari versus the, da- the Datsun 180B that's f***ing had, had brakes installed yeah, to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. No, it was good. It, it was a good game. And um, Reynolds is um, ripping out these um, chip chases a fair bit. It's probably the second game he's done it. Very Alfred um, Langer-like. This year. Yeah, it's really cool. It's good to watch, at least. So that was... Um, yeah, he's just getting better and better. Unfortunately, wish why didn't the why didn't the Raiders sign him? I think I said it last week. Come on, I watched the mini match of this where it's like it cuts out all the crap and just shows you like just before the tries and stuff. And I I knew that the Broncos had won, but I thought they only won by like thirty to nil. And uh, I was just like, oh my god, they scored again! They scored again! It's like this is great. Mm. Um, yeah, it was a it was in a very good game to watch, even the highlights. And you're right, Adams boot jesus christ dip that thing in gold when he's finished because that's that's the your whole season is just rubbing yeah. his boot yeah listen to you you little football connoisseur <laughs> no i just look i've been improving okay yeah, but, he's, he's... on to new zealand warriors and the rabbitos uh, well, game here we all picked Rabbitohs. all i can say is that the new zealand warriors were like a 1984 nissan pulsar without its rear right axle mm-hmm. bearing mm-hmm Keep laughing up, buddy. Can we say Keep that? But they did get 30 points. <laughs> we'll see you in what, like, about round 16, score. round 17? Mm, see what you think about Ferrari yeah, then, mate. Then. You should go and watch it. It'll be in Sydney. It'll just make our I victory am. all the sweeter. No, that's one of the, the few games I am booked in to go and see. I, I, I also recall you saying to me during the week it's one of the few games you're now a little bit nervous about. <laughs> I don't recall saying that <laughs> oh, at of all. Of course you don't now, now that people are listening. I'll tell you the funny thing about this game. Look, Rabbitohs, I think, are in a bit of trouble. I know they won. And, look, they took their foot off the throat a bit, but um, Warriors nearly got them at the end. I mean, it's ironic this time when they had a player set to the team and they took advantage of it in seven minutes better than they did the week before with over an hour against Cronulla with that advantage. But um, That was one thing that came out of a lot of a game, a lot of games this weekend was big comebacks. Mm. Yeah. New Zealand was They were. And I'm surprised they recovered the way that they did, but I think the Rabbitohs stopped trying after a while. They eased up, but it nearly cost them in the end because they, when they got that, when they were, uh, got it back to two points, there was still a couple of minutes to go. They had it, they had a, a set at them, so yeah. But, um... but maybe that's the problem with the Rabbitohs anyway. It's sort of that easing up. It's going to get them in trouble mm. eventually. They, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I think the Warriors are, you know, equal with the the Bulldogs and Knights in terms of you know what they can throw at. at at teams, there's not much, and you know, Rabbitohs are you know really struggling still. I reckon it's you know, mm. looking forward to the Raiders playing them this week. Actually, it should be a good game yeah. for a Raiders fan. Uh, moving on, Titans and Dragons. Principal, you were the only one that picked Titans. What made you pick them? Because he always no, picks just... the outsiders. 
Just, you know. <laughs> fill, it in his, fill it in his wars. Knowledge of he the game. The underdog. Just, you know, got a good feel for the game, how it's all going to go, blah, blah, blah. No, I just, you know what? Smokes at the start of the year said Dragons are going to go good and I'm just tipping against Dragons as well most of most of this year's it's an interesting yeah, little tipping now, I've got going. Yeah. They are, yeah, they're. But you know, the, the most exciting thing about this game is just the golden point that ended up being a try at the end. So that was um, yeah. that was good to watch. But you know, again, this isn't it wasn't a really over overly inspiring game. So I sort of only watched really the golden point part of it. But it was entertaining, mm-hmm. I guess. I do like seeing a try and golden point. I, I do like. I don't mind winning by a field goal, but you feel a bit more accomplished when you. Get a try. Yeah, I mean, I, the, this, the memory I have of this game is the amount of times you could see Ben Hunt just so frustrated with his teammates. Like, I think it was the first set of golden points where the Titans, they, they, were, they were inside their own 40 on the fifth, so they were just trying to, to clear the ball. And the young fullback, instead of trying to catch it, stuck his foot out at it to try and stop the ball. And Ben Hunt was right in front of him, so it ricochets straight into Ben Hunt and it forces an accidental... Offside, and ben, you just see Ben Hunt's look, the look on his face. He was like, are you f***ing serious that that just happened? And there was a couple of times where they were trying to set up for field goal, and Ben Hunt's pointing to the forwards and saying, run straight, run straight, and they keep drifting off to the side and going out wide. You could just tell he was so frustrated with them. Uh, it's a shame because I thought he had another strong game. I mean, he, um, he sort of got them the lead near the end with the 40-20 and stuff, and yeah, you could tell he was so frustrated with them. On to the game that I actually watched from start to finish, the Storm versus the Panthers. I thought the Storms might have a chance here, but I guess with all those players getting knocked out, uh, Pappenhausen and the other one, I forget. Yeah, Jerome. <laughs> uh, yeah. Panthers, Panthers drove all over him. They did, they did. They were very strong. Um, yeah, Hughes pulling out, I think, the night before the game. That was a big loss. I mean, that's, I mean, see, fullback and your halfback, I mean, you take that out of any of our teams, they're going to struggle. Uh, and Penrith just took advantage of it Once they got a bit of momentum They were just They're a team that once they get the momentum They're very difficult to stop Doesn't matter how good a team you are against them So uh, and, and, and they do that I mean they, they take the chances when they get them And they just sort of push the score out a bit in the second half And yeah Clear cut favourites for mine uh, Principal, do you watch this one? Just shows you the Storm can come back to the field When they lose you know, a couple of key players And um Penrith are just, you know, keep on doing their Penrith thing, I think. But, yeah, they're going to be really hard to stop. Phantom, do you watch just it? Just wait for them. Nah. I couldn't give a shit about these two teams. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the table, Clash. One versus two. Red hot favourites. Yeah. Nah, I couldn't give a shit about this game. <laughs> <laughs> but the well, Rabbitohs Warriors well, game he watches. It was a 7.30 kickoff, so Phantom was probably asleep. So. Yeah, I think he was, actually. <laughs> I'd, I'd, ha- I'd, I'd had my, I had my roast, I had my, my barbecue, and I was ready to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about, you know, the Go most ahead. exciting game of the week, right? So we've, yeah. we've gone through Sunday, all the other ones. One. Yep. Oh, Saturday, Sunday, go. game one. Raiders, the glorious Raiders, they found their mojo, and it was, <laughs> it was I'm going to say this for Phantom's benefit, such a brave victory. There's never been a braver victory in this year. <laughs> no, it's um, it was fantastic to watch. You know, the Raiders actually, in this game, they did nothing different to anything they've done any other the whole year, except they just didn't make mistakes. That was the the key thing. The, the first half they had pretty much um hundred percent completion rate, and in the second half wasn't too different. And um, 
Yeah, it was just fantastic to see. It was, it, it was also exciting in the second half. They played a player down for well, pretty much the whole second half, at least a player down. There were two players down um, for eight minutes, I think, of that, and they still turned the Sharks away every you know every time they the Sharks were threatening the line. So, and that that was only just through um, just basically effort. I've never seen the Raiders. They were rushing up. They were you know set after set. They were um, they just kept turning up and. And stopping the sharks, and yeah, it was just fantastic to see. And yeah, what do you think, Smokes? Yeah, it's probably good you went to me before him. Look, I, no, I'm not going to go to him. I just, just move <laughs> he's on. He's going to duck him. <laughs> he's going to duck. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're not used to his name, are we? So, uh, look, no, I'll echo your thoughts to a, to a degree. I, I actually thought it was a pretty, I'll say, courageous effort instead of brave, because you know that word brave rubs. Rub certain people on this podcast up the wrong way. Um, I, I thought they were. They, and I think you're right. It was just about completions. They had a lot of defence, a lot of it with a man down. And, and they just found a way. And look, I think the Whitehead sin bin was... Personally, I think that was crap. Uh, two other guys hit that shark. I can't remember. It was a Finucane, wasn't it? Um, they hit yeah. him sort of around the, the midsection. And... and Whitehead was just sort of there to be ready to brace for impact. And as they've hit him, he's sort of fallen straight into him. He didn't go forward with his shoulder. I don't even think... He, he just fell into him. I said, well, he can't disappear. So I thought that was, I thought that was rubbish. That was garbage. And I, I know Phantom's going to say, oh, f*** it, he's a camera player. He deserves it, whatever. But I thought that was crap. It wouldn't have mattered what team it was. I thought that was a garbage decision. But they, they did really well. Their defence was strong. Um, they... they they withstood that that tough period with the guys down, and then the last ten minutes they they were rewarded with a couple of tries. So yeah, that's a win you'd be proud of if if it was your team. So I'd, I'd you should be proud of that one. Yeah, I think just just coming back from you know some of the decisions, you know, especially in the second half, it's sort of classic. Oh, that's right. There was that to, weird one. Yeah. There was that weird one when well, I think you're up twenty nil, and you had the ball, and then he gave Cronulla a penalty, even though you had possession. No one can work out I, what the penalty was for. It wasn't for obstruction. It, it wasn't for... I don't know what it was for. I read somewhere it could have been... I haven't seen the footage again, but like that downtown rule. Um, I think well, it was when Elliot... The only Elliot... thing I was thinking of is, yeah, was, was someone standing in front of the guy who played the ball and then he got involved. Yeah. That's it, the only I thing I think it was Yeah. So I think that's that penalty, which is fair enough. But yeah, there were some other ones where uh, I think the Sharks knocked the ball out of Raider, the Raiders' hands from dummy half and it was... When oh yeah, it up. Bit, that was and you know there was a few. It was like yeah, but anyway, it was the sharks that, are the higher ranked teams. Of course, they were going to get was, those calls go their way. <laughs> just, 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 um, just for you, Phantom. Yeah, but there was plenty of opportunity for, to fade in that half because you know sharks were throwing a fair bit, even though the sharks were off their game as well. I mean, that was nothing like the sharks have been pretty much the rest of the year. Uh, but it was good that they they managed to do that and just little effort plays. Joe Tarfney at the end of the game, Raiders pretty much. Uh, it probably the the try that probably sealed the game before they went on to score a couple extras. But you know the, there was a loose ball. There was about five sharks players around the ball, and he was the one that, after defending all that time, that mm. um, ran to the ball and picked it up, and then they scored straight after. So it was yeah. the, those little effort plays which haven't been there the whole year, which has um, just made it. You know, it's just exciting to watch your team do well and not you know either fade or just win by two points. It's um, probably their biggest win for a while, so it's been good. Yeah, I was going to say, 20 points is big for Raiders. Like. Well, and against a quality team, too. Against a quality yeah. team. Yeah. So that was, yeah, 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 that was exactly. impressive. Come on, Phantom, uh, give us right. your thoughts Fair on enough. the game. We know you, you were just cheering Ricky on hard, because we know how much you love him. Every dog has its day. <laughs> he just... He-
gets me. It's just, I, I hate Ricky Stewart that much now. Just, he just gets me just looking at him, walking around all smug and happy. Just, you don't want people to be happy? You just want them to be upset? I don't I thought no, you I said he's want, always I upset and I don't want him. I don't want him. I don't want him to be. Yeah, but he just oh, it, because it was a good, like a good win. Like I guess he's allowed to be happy, and that just annoys me because of this little <laughs> aura of arrogance. Now he's like, you might as well just give us the trophy now, boys. Just based on bravery. All right, all right. They're still coming tenth in the ladder, mate. Come on. Yeah, that. I oh, don't worry. I was going to remind them all later of that, but yes. Well, it's it's better than fifteenth from two weeks ago, isn't it? Jeez. <laughs> it's not far from the penthouse yes. to the outhouse, boys. They're only only four points behind the Roosters, so let's let's just keep that in. in uh, perspective you're four as points well. behind us too, okay? Don't so, forget us. Yes. Yep. So you know, it's it's not you know, but between fourth and tenth, it's not, not a huge huge difference. Not the end of the world. What I'm saying is Raiders top four. You know. <laughs> Oh, Put your money on it. Let's go. <laughs> oh, fuck, mate. Make, the, make the top eight first, then, then work your way up Gee, from there. Yeah. No, stuff that, no. Baby steps. No, no. big giant, big oh, giant God. papali steps. Oh. All right, on to our next game. Uh, Roosters and the Eels. Uh, Phantom, take it away, mate. You Roosters have got up. Speaking of brave. Oh, this was... Oh, I'm going to say... I enjoyed watching this game because we won, but both teams were good and bad. But overall, I think both teams played well. There was a decent amount of points scored. Look, the Eels just, from my side, they they got no fucking idea of who they are. Like, they're the team that can front up against the, the top two teams who are that hard to beat, and they can beat them consistently in a row. And then they they don't turn it on for... Like, they probably should have beaten the Roosters. So I think... But they didn't have bad performances, but they just they weren't there in some areas. They kind of they really made some big errors in the first half. And I think one good thing about the Roosters this week versus other weeks is they actually took the opportunities they had in front of them. Where you know they you can kind of see them now playing for distance on the field and for field position, and then taking the opportunity if it's there rather than all right, well, we're four minutes into the game. Let's do something special and start blowing them off the park. So Roosters were solid. Like, I was super proud and happy after the end of the game. Like, some players that have been a bit quiet have started to come through. Like, Sam Walker's, he's got a sick running game on him now. Like, he's got a good step. His goal kicking is 10 times better than what it used to be. Like, the likes of Manu haven't been put in the spotlight. Like, he's kind of been able to have a bit of a, you know, step back from it all. Suwali is becoming more impressive each week. And Tedesco's kind of, he's he's firing. So, like, I walked away with a raging boner <laughs> after this game. And welcome to the top four. Did you rub one out to Teddy? I'm saving that out for round 16 when he destroys the Broncos. Oh, good luck, mate, because, you know. And Hargraves decapitates oh, Reynolds. You wish. It's your only chance. Uh, look, yeah. it was a good game. No, good like game I, to watch. It was a good game. Good game to watch. Like, yeah, as you said, plenty of points. The Roosters got out to a bit of a lead too, didn't they? And Parramatta sort of reeled it back and got to within one. And uh, Joseph Suwali, good good take of that bomb to push the lead back out. And That was that was. And it was another, another, like, was like... another um, half doing a chip and chase try. You know, we've seen a, we've seen mm. a few of them from a couple of different halves this year, which is um, 
Uh, well, I think um, Principal said it before. It's really good to see that sort of play because it's been a while since since halves have sort of done that stuff. Um, yeah, it was just a yeah. I mean, I do agree with you what you say about Parramatta. They're just it's such a hard team to get a read on because yeah, they come out and beat Melbourne and Penrith in really really tough games. It's not like Melbourne and Penrith didn't play good in those games. It's like you, it's like you don't want to play you don't want to play Parramatta. Because they should well, you, beat you. You don't but know what they're still come that up you with. get that little bit of confidence of saying like we, there's there's a chance we could get them. They, they don't have the consistency, uh, and the thing is, there's no point about us. Oh yeah, we can beat Penrith and we can beat Melbourne in a one-off game. It's like you've got to be able to do it for a month. You've got to be able to do it for three or four weeks in a row in the finals, and that's that's why for so many years I've just said I don't think Parramatta can win the premiership with this squad. So I don't think that squad have got it to do that. But, well, I think uh, that's been the the criticism of some of their like the Mitchell Moseses and mm. things like that, where you know he just can't get it done consistently. It's sort of you know they'll work their way up for for these some of these big games, and they'll just you know, and they're they'll probably up for the Roosters game. Like it was pretty close, but you know then they'll lose against the bloody whoever they lost some pretty average team. Like Roosters' defense was still pretty good. I thought like I thought Moses had a good game. I thought Brown had a good game. Gutherson was was okay. Um, Papali, he was solid. I think what I felt Parramatta's game plan was, and I think it just leaves them undone, is well, I think a lot of teams are going to start to do it, is just run at Sam Walker because they know he can't defend as well as what he should. And they just kept going for him and going mm. for him. But you had Crichton on his... like they, they moved Crichton over, who is a solid defender, who was there to kind of assist and, and cover. So, mm. yeah, I thought Roos's defence was starting to look fairly tight. Last game, West Tigers and the Cowboys. Cowboys yeah, easily beat the West Tigers, but they, they, yeah, they're West Tigers had a few points in them. They're a good team. And the, the Tigers are up 12-8 early, and, or sorry, about half an hour in the game, and we're, we're staying with them. But the Cowboys are, I, I said this the last couple of weeks, I think they're a really well-coached team. I think this bloke knows how to coach. Uh, and they're just, you know, they, they've got a few pretty handy. I love the, I think it was the first try the Cowboys scored, but the winger was... Massively airborne and, and sort of vertical was able to, to loop that ball back in before he before he hit the touching goal line. That was brilliant. Um, sort of remind me a little bit of Greg Inglis in that Test match years ago. Uh, but that hit that they're they're really good the Cowboys at the moment and and they get a real test this week to see where they're really at. They take on the Storm. Uh, I think it might be up in Townsville. That that'll be a good game. Uh, they're 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 playing good. It's a good time to play the storm as well with a couple of players with still the guys out. out. So yeah, it's a, it'd be a great still out because mm. yeah, <laughs> I know who I'm tipping. Uh, all right, yeah. Well, at the end of uh, round ten, magic round, smokes. I know you were having a good couple of weeks of tipping, but uh, you're down to like five. Oh know, yeah, so. still not too bad. It's okay. Not Ooh, bad, but I mean better than me, so I can't complain. I know. Uh, principal seven out of eight, and I think the only one you got wrong was. Uh, was the Eels, because he, eels. because he had to tip them. Because he can't yep. tip the Roosters. That's what you get for being spotful. I would have gone to Eels. You probably would have tipped them anyway. Like, yeah. How good is it when the Raiders win? I actually go okay in the tipping. That's right, that's it's right. Just... Yeah. Uh, Phantom got four out of eight, and I got three out of eight, so the bookie's having a real problem that week. But uh, that's okay. Season-wide, Smokes... I've opened up a bit of a lead. Oh, yeah, watch yeah, out. Yeah, Smokes is jumping ahead, so 57 out of 80... Thank uh, you, Mr. Reynolds. Fifty, Phantom uh, on fifty-one, and I'm on fifty-three. So you know we've all we've we've got to catch smokes because you know we can't let him uh, keep winning. Moving quickly on catch to our power rankings, 
Mate, I'm gonna tell you, when I was scrolling through, I'm like, oh, shit, have I missed one? Because you guys are heading towards the top of They're the ladder, which is the bottom of the page. It's, North. It's very strange to me. Uh, the Raiders at position nine are up two spots for they were previously on 11. That's oh, probably fair. fair enough. That's probably, probably fair. They've been good the last yeah. couple of weeks. The Roosters at position five up two spots uh Again, I guess. I think that's probably fair. That's probably fair as well. They've they've yeah. they, they've started to show a little inconsistency the last couple of weeks. The the halves are starting to get a bit better. Luke Keery's finally, you know, doing something as opposed to what he did in the first yeah. weeks, which was first six or eight weeks, which was nothing. So that's good. He's been killing our super coach. At least now he's getting. Some he, he yeah. I think it was might not have been the last game of the game before he got about a hundred. So I was like, okay, good. I yeah. mean, finally. But uh, no, that's probably fair. They're probably about the fifth. Form team, yeah. Yeah, and then Broncos at uh, position four, up one spot. It's a joke. We should be second or first, I think. No, no fourth is about right <laughs> on form, I think. On form, that's probably right. I think the top three teams, Panthers, Cowboys, Storm, that's probably fair. I thought Storm might drop down another position or two, but... Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I think I think they got a bit of slack because of those players out. And I still think they're... Yeah. Th- those, the first two, Penrith, Melbourne, are so far ahead of the rest of the pack, I think. I mean... The Storm sort of beat most teams on Saturday night. It's just they're yeah. up against the best team without those gun players. Moving on to some news headlines. The big story, I guess, of the week is, uh, what's his name, Trent Barrett being sacked from the Bulldogs. Mm, mm, man principal called it. Surprise, surprise. Man principal called it. Now pre-season tips. He'd be first one gone. As soon as Gould got involved in that training session, the, you know, we, I think we said it at the time as well, but, you know, right, he right was on the wall, kick, he, kiss was, he was stuff, like, you know. And, so, um, we're, we're you know, he, he resigned, that he, was, but, that he was sacked. He didn't resign, did he? We're all no, in agreement yeah, like, that he was told, no, he was told he resign was or we're going to sack you. Yeah, it's just, yeah, no one believes that he resigned and no one believes that Phil Gould was, you know, a couple of steps away from that process, like he's... Telling everyone, you know, it wasn't, you know, it's, it was definitely he, his decision. He did, this with, he did this with Anthony Griffin and shit like that. Like, yep. he goes in and, like, he's never going to go in there one to tell what goes on in boardrooms, but he's also not going to go out there and say, yeah, he wasn't doing a good enough job, so I lined him up to, to get sacked because that's going to fuck his image. Well, yeah. especially since think... it was less than two weeks ago, he said um, Trent Barrett will be the coach here long after I'm finished. Yeah, I re- Gus is a fibber. I reckon as soon as Gus got there, Trent Barrett was gone. I, I reckon he, he, he was saying that he didn't want him to, you know, don't take that spot. As soon as he got in charge, I reckon he had different plans for coaches. He's going to want yeah. someone that he, he hires. I don't understand the aura that Gus Gould has around him, and I haven't for a long time now, where they're like, oh, you know, he knows what he's doing. He know, he, like, he's a fucking football expert. But in the last 10 years, what good has he done at any club? Because he didn't... Get the Panthers. He can say he set the Panthers up. Griffin reckons he set the Panthers up. At the end of the day, they won a competition without him there. Um, he didn't do that good at the Warriors because they're and the Bulldogs are the Bulldogs. Yeah. Like, and aside from that, he did he did he did a review of St George and Yeehaw. So like, what has I Gus th- I think, actually offered? I think what he did clubs? at Penrith was probably. I think he did do a good job there because. Whilst they didn't win the premiership while he was there, he did put a lot of those um, junior development systems in place, which most of the Panthers squad now are, ju- are juniors who have come through from the, the systems he sort of put in place. So I think he did a pretty good job there. 
He's still got a massive ego, though. But according to Anthony Griffin, he did it. Yeah, and it's like, well, they're probably both telling a little bit of truths and a little bit of lies, I guess, you know? Like, who knows? But, um... But I, I guess it, it can't be under, under... I mean, like, they're, they're pretty well set up now, Penrith, and... and uh, and look, he, he was he was um, obviously in charge at the Roosters when when they made those grand finals at the at the turn of the century too, wasn't he? So he look he he does have some some smarts about him, but the biggest problem with Gould is his ego. I mean, if he doesn't see something happening on the co- on the training paddock that he would have done as a coach, he, he likes to try and get involved and say no, we should be doing this way and. Uh, that's why him and Ricky fell out because Ricky obviously thought, no, I'm done with this guy telling me how to coach the team. And that's that's obviously why him and Anthony Griffin fell out. Uh, so it's interesting to see what'll happen there. I guess, I guess the the big stories doing the rounds is that Brad Fittler could very well be their next nah. coach. And that that's what what I found very interesting when when they tried to ask Brad Fittler about it, he didn't just say no, I'm not interested. He just kept on saying, oh, right now I'm coaching New South Wales." My next coaching job is New South Wales, so he wouldn't deny it. And they are besties, him and him and Gus. So, well, he's got what two months of state of origin, and then after that, yeah, I, I can't see like a an inexperienced coach doing well at the Bronx at the Bulldogs. It's um, you know, you think you're looking. Surely they're going to look at someone like um. Flanagan or something like I think he he did it at the Sharks. He'd be the he got guy them who back suit to them. he'd be the yeah. guy to suit them because the way he coached the Sharks is very similar yeah. to like some of those top Bulldogs teams, like tough, yeah. gritty, hard nosed forwards, sort of no yeah. nonsense, no frills, sort of sort of play. Like boring. Let's face it. Let's be honest. It's boring football, but it's he, he sort of suits their style. Yeah, I was going to say that that the way he had the Sharks playing for that. You know, whatever, however long, it, it was that niggly, it was that tough, it was just, you know, really just frustrate other teams into... They got in with the grind, yeah, they were yep. a grindy team. And um, so I was thinking, like, instantly, surely you'd be looking at someone like him that... And he got the Sharks from sort of not... They, they weren't really anywhere, really, and he got them to a grand final, so um, questionably, perhaps. But, um, you know, it's... Um, yeah, you know... I think surely they'd be looking at someone like him. I think it'll come down to him or Fittler. I, I'm not ruling Fittler out because I know Fittler's not experienced, but if he gets named as coach, he will let Gus get involved in coaching. And because Gus is such great mates with him, Gus will still give Freddie all the credit if they go well, even if he's involved. I reckon Flanagan. Yeah. I I think it'd be a bad... I, you know, I'd love to see Freddie just... Um, the origin for a few more years has been great. It feels yeah. like a like a breath, breath of fresh air, like at origin, you know, sort of getting back excited. We've got some players and he's got a good energy, so I'd hate yeah, to see him Helps when four importance from the Queensland time side resign, uh, retire too, doesn't it? So, you know, it was a good time for Freddie to come. All right, all right, all right. You know, all right, it's yeah, going to be a good time for him to get out in the next 12 months, gentlemen. Bloody state of origin. Gauntlet thrown down. Next time? Next. Yeah. Uh, speaking of State oh, of Origin, Fred, yeah, what a segue! Uh, Freddie's Blues nightmare as another star is ruled out, and that star is Victor Radley. Well, is it, well what goes around comes around. This is this is like uh, three years in a row now. He, could, he might not have even been selected. Come on, he was on the periphery. Yeah. He wasn't like a lock, a lock in for you it. Gotta but feel, you got to feel sorry for him though. Like I don't feel sorry years, for him at all. He's kind of been. Yeah, you do. Why do we want people off the field, Simbin? You know, we want players that are going to play for the 
Yeah. Uh, Victor the Conflictor. He's, uh, what goes when comes around. Sorry, Victor. Karma. Karma's Tough a bitch. Luck. This is what, this is, this is called karma. Two years in a row, mate. <laughs> Injured at origin time. Three years, actually. Three years. I don't really have a tear to shed for you, buddy. But uh, it talks about a few origin options as well uh, in that story. I think it's, um, Talking about some of the guys Freddie may consider selecting um, with the with these few guys out injured, like who's going to replace Cameron Murray. There's a, there's a few guys, yeah, and, and like guys. I mean, to sort of talk about who Billy Slater's looking at as well, because there's a few, well, a few unexpected guys from the Cowboys and the Broncos too, sort of sticking their hand up, um, possibly demanding selection. So a few of those Cowboys forwards, uh, Ruben Cotter, the try he scored against the t- uh, Tigers was great. Um, I didn't realise it was a prop forward running 50 metres <laughs> until I saw a number eight on his back. Uh, so he's playing good footy. So, yeah, it could be a couple of selection surprises. I don't think so. Yeah. I think they're all going to be who you would predict, who you would expect to play. They'll be playing, apart from injuries. Uh, all right, moving on. Storm confirm Bellamy extension in massive boost as race for Monster takes the twist. I was actually quite surprised by this. But this, I wasn't. Bellamy, every time Bellamy says he's going to retire, he bloody not extends. To 20, oh, not to 20, <laughs> 27, though, like five years. Oh, yeah, but... Oh, no, but that, that's... He's with the club until then, but apparently the last few years of that will yeah, be an off, it's, off-field role. Um, like it's still, a, still a long time, like five-year deal to be involved in the club where he was... Everyone was talking about him moving up north, and now he's obviously going to stay in Melbourne well, for five so years. Every like time a, he, um, I wasn't expecting that. Hmm. Well, every time he says he's going to retire, he then hangs around. He was, he was going to retire, I think, about eight or nine years ago, the first time he said he was going to do it. So, keeps on keeping on. Done the old John Farnham. That's desk. it. Final tour. That's it, the final <laughs> tour that's never final. But it might be interesting like, to see if that influences Munster, I suppose. That's the big thing there. I mean, he has a pretty close relationship with Bellamy, so who knows. How $800,000 conductor silenced critics and turned Cowboys into a shock contender. Yeah, they're, uh, like I was saying before, they're just turning out to be quite a solid, informed footy team. And Chad Townsend seems to be really earning his money there. I mean, he's just... Yeah, again, not not a flash player. I mean, we, we've spoken a lot about Reynolds and the impact he's had on, on the Broncos. I mean, Chad Townsend's had a pretty handy uh, effect on the Cowboys too, and, and, and in particular Tom Dearden, who who just seems to be really developing into a good running 5-8 now. So, yeah, I mean, I think they, they deserve some some credit there for, for making that signing, the Cowboys. So I think a lot of people thought it was a bit of a dud move, but... It's proving pretty good so far. It's premiership winning half, so like he's... Yeah, that's the thing too that people forget, yeah. Moving on to Supercoach. You guys didn't get as many points as normal. Uh, almost 900, but uh, Smokes, take it away. Low scoring round, won, though, but it was we? still a victory. We scored 897, but it was enough to defeat our pitiful opponent, whatever their name was. Uh, I feel like we need to remove at least one rooster and one bronco. Like, we're too heavy on some teams, I oh, think. Oh, you, you may be right, and, and we can certainly uh, have a look at that. We can go to the go to the uh, the bench and, and see if we can just cut a few players. But, uh, don't put a Raiders player in oh, there. Oh, no, they're, 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 they've had their winning streak. They're about to go that way. Uh, but, no, we're, we're at six and three, uh, which is a pretty good effort. We're six on the ladder. I think we're taking on the guys coming second, though, so... You know, we might have to make a few trades. All right. And then beer bet. Raiders to lose by 20 plus. Oh, I'll take that. Oh, I'll take that. 20 plus. Because the bunnies aren't playing very well. 
Yeah, no way. I was gonna, I was actually going to do Raiders 13 plus, but through lack of any other creativity. <laughs> Make it 20 plus, come on. Yeah, right, I'll, I'll, I'll swap it over then. 20 plus, let's go. I'll do that. Let's go. Raiders to yep. win. On. Oh. Yep. Um, 20 plus. That. Raiders to win. Oh, I'll oh, take that too. <laughs> We're going to win a lot of money here. A lot of beers here. That's great. Uh, my bet... Oh, we might as well keep the 20 theme going. Panthers to win by 20 plus against the Roosters. Oh, yeah, I'll take that. You can kiss my ass. Two Let's beers go. on it. Yeah, fuck. Bet four, you pussy. Oh, why don't you bet four? Oh, because you, you don't, don't have, have four. four at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll take I, this I, one. I assume you're no, both. No, let Phantom take this. Oh, you're going to let him? Yeah, okay. Good, good. Roosters. All right, that's good. Uh, Let's go. Let him, let him. He can just take that himself so he can claw back some beers. That that's a that's a ballsy call by me because it should be a good game. All right, as always, we have our Pub Talk Rugby League podcast where you can follow our antics and now that we have everyone on on the call, I'll put the tips up earlier so you can actually see that. And speaking of tips, I need your tips for round eleven. So Knights and Broncos. Uh, let's start with Principal. Uh, Bronco Adam Reynolds. I mean Adam Reynolds. Yeah, sure. We love him. Uh, Phantom. Broncos. Yeah, I'm going Broncos as well, and smoke some guests. Yeah, I'm on the Broncos. Tell you what, interesting though, Anthony Milford makes his return to rugby league against the Broncos, so that's um that's quite interesting. Uh, but no, I think the Broncos yeah, should be too good. For bottom of the ladder. Yeah. All right, West Tigers versus Bulldogs. Another battle for the bottom. Uh, Who cares? Smokes. Um, West Tigers. I suppose they they should not lose this game. Surely. <laughs> Principal. I'm gonna go Bulldogs. Yeah. Tigers. Tigers are missing um, Brooks, and they're you know uh, they've won a couple, but they're still pretty average. I'm, uh, I'm tipping a bit of a a one week bounce back by the dogs before they go to shit for the rest. We go shit again. Well, Mick Potter's yeah. the new caretaker coach, isn't he? Yeah. Former Bulldogs premiership winner. Yeah. So. I'm going West Tigers. Phantom, what's your tip? Yeah. Tigers. 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 Okay. Uh, Eels and the Sea Eagles. Uh, Phantom, let's start with you. Eels. Yep. Uh, Principal? Yeah, Eels. Is um, Turbo injured? I think he got injured again, didn't he? He's still playing, I think. Is he? Yeah, right. I think he just looked injured because he was just completely outclassed by a far superior opposition. (laughs) All right. right, Come on. Uh, Smokes, good tip. The Eels, they'll bounce back. All right, cool. Uh, Dragons and New Zealand Warriors. Uh, Phantom, let's start with you. Dragons. Yeah, apparently they're the favourites, so I'll tip them as well. Principal? Yeah, another average game. Like every couple of every round there's like two or three really bad games at the moment, but um Dragons. And Smokes? Yeah, Dragons. They're the favourites only because the Warriors are so bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh alright, this will be another good one. The Storm versus the Cowboys. Smokes. Yeah, well, the, what I like, the, the, you said just then, Principal, two ordinary games, but there's two crackers to finish. So, uh, Storm, but Cowboys, big chance. Big chance with those two spine players out. Yeah, I'm also tipping Storm because they're the favourites, but I also think that they might have a harder it's, game than... Cowboys are in for... And it's in Townsville mm-hmm. too, so that gives them a big boost. Yeah, Okay. I don't, I don't think that's going to be the right tip. But anyway, Phantom, your tip? Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, Principal? Yeah, I'm going to go Cowboys. 
Yeah. Alright. Uh Roosters, Panthers, Smokes. Uh Penrith. They're just on a different level than everyone else at the moment. Principal, I guess not Roosters. Oh, how good is it when they play good teams? <laughs> Got a chance to get a run. Phantom, I'm assuming Roosters? Yeah, Roosters. And the bookies say Panthers. Oh, why'd you fucking have to check that? <laughs> oh, well, just confirming, just confirming. Alright, the, see the Rabbitohs and the Raiders, I'm going to check that as well. Yeah. Rabbitohs, Raiders, Rabbitohs. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the Rabbits here. Shocked. So you got a few more points than Canberra. Rabbits. Principal, I'm guessing Raiders. Yeah, um, Raiders definitely. I reckon they'll, they'll make it three in a row easily. Whiten's back. Just adding extra players, you know. They're doing better without him, aren't they? <laughs> Perhaps. Fair. They're, they're do, Fair also enough. doing better with two less players in the field, so, you know. This maybe is this maybe is they true. really need to rethink their um, strategy. They're getting in each other's way. <laughs> yeah. Let's make it a sevens team. Um, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs. Oh, that must hurt. Okay. That must hurt you having to tip them. That's just all. Who do I hate more? And um. <laughs> yeah, exactly. all right. And our final game: the Titans versus the Sharks. Smokes. Uh, Cronulla. I think they'll they'll bounce back. I can't say the Titans winning two in a row. Uh, but Cronulla, uh, principal. Sharks. I think they've put Hines back to seven. So yeah, smart they'll move. be a bit more smart they'll move. be a bit yeah. more organized and this week. I'll go the I'll go the sharks too. And what I say? I'm going the sharks. Yep. Okay. Well there we go. Look at that with five minutes to spare. Uh well that brings us to the end of this episode of Pop Talk Rugby League. I'd like to thank my uh co hosts for appearing and talking and doing all the things that they do. And to the listeners, thank you for listening and we'll be back next week. So till then, bye. See you next week. <laughs> See ya. Go the Raiders. <laughs>